Your body is a self-healing organism, but you can help it along the way. Hello. So what are you thinking? You're listening to the Healthy Mind, Healthy Self Show. I'm your host, Martha Alvarez, psychotherapist and life coach. And this is a place for you to explore your thoughts, emotions, and behaviors so that you can make more mindful choices, achieve those things that you so desire. So tune in and enjoy. Hey there, thanks for joining me for today's show where I'm going to be talking to you about your vagus nerve. If you're not familiar with that, I'm about to explain what it is, what it does, and how you can stimulate it to benefit your overall well-being. So let me start. Your vagus nerve, it's your largest nerve in your body. I like to think of it as um, kind of like a big branch with roots, and it goes all the way from your brain all the way down through your digestive system, and it actually starts attaching, connecting, going through all of your organs. And it is the main component of your parasympathetic nervous system, which actually controls your automatic processes, such as your digestion, your breathing, your heart rate, well, a bunch of organs and glands, and it basically helps you slow down or rebalance after being activated. Think of it as something that helps you chill out. It creates sort of like a dampening effect in contrast to your sympathetic nervous system, which functions to excite and trigger and activate you into that fight or flight response, which you may be familiar with. And this system is always working in your body and again, I think of it as like an accelerator and a brake when you're driving. Your sympathetic nervous system is the accelerator, your parasympathetic nervous system, that's the brake. And it plays a huge role between what you're thinking and your feeling as part of your mind-body connection. And when we're talking about the vagus nerve, it's really more body-mind connection because it's definitely your body, how it's responded that then affects your mind. So it's going to be useful to get acquainted with your vagus nerve and how you can influence it so that you can regulate yourself however you need to. It's a great way to help you manage your stress, which everybody goes through stress. So vagus nerve activation is one of those ways. So you can actually strengthen it or tone it, they say, and you can do that to be able to help you relax faster after you're going through anything that's stressful. And in this case, I'm, I'm not only talking about just regular stress, but stressful as anything that's activated. There's actually been quite a bit of research that documents a um, positive feedback loop between having a high vagal tone, your vagus nerve, and having positive emotions and good physical health. So it's definitely something that you can do to better your mental health, your physical health. If you're suffering from anxiety, from depression, this stuff is going to definitely help you. And you may be wondering, what are you talking about? How do I even measure this? Well, one way that you can uh, 
kind of get an insight as to how your vagus nerve is reacting or how its tone is, is by measuring your heart rate variability. And that's the variation of time between each heartbeat. Usually that is measured in an EKG, if you've ever had one of those. And we're not talking about your heart rate, which is every beat of your heart. We're talking about the actual variability of the time because that's always shifting. It's changing and it's based on your activities and your emotions. So your heart rate variability, and you, you hear this a lot when you're training as an athlete, how you want to increase your heart rate variability because you want to be able, if your heart rate shoots up, you want to be able to control how quickly it comes down. So again, that you rebalance yourself. So definitely there's some things that you can do. Obviously exercise is one of them, but I want to bring your attention to a few others. So probably one of the best and quickest ways to uh, tone up that vagus nerve is through your breathing. It's, you know, if you're doing deep, slow breathing, you already know that that's very effective in slowing down your heart rate when you're stressed out, whenever you just kind of want to feel more calm. But I want you to understand that it's the exhale that triggers the relaxation response. And people normally breathe at about 10 to 14 breaths per minute. So when you're working on using your breathing to tone up your vagus nerve, you're going to be doing it by slowing down that breath to about six breaths per minute. And what that looks like is inhaling for about a count of five, then holding it for a few seconds and exhaling for maybe eight to 10 seconds. Again, it's the exhale, the long, slow exhale that actually activates this system. You want to breathe in from your diaphragm. Your stomach is going to be expanding outwards. And then you're going to exhale slowly and fully. Again, six breaths per minute. That helps tone it up. There's other ways that you can also work on activating that vagal nerve. And one of them is kind of fun. It feels good. And that's by laughing. Laughing reduces stress. Actually, when you're laughing, you're using a lot of different muscles. Some of them on your abdomen, in the back of your throat, your whole body, when you have a real good laugh, can actually release a bunch of hormones that are going to help you just feel good and relax. So definitely get yourself more things to laugh about, whatever they may be, because um, it's very useful cost nothing. So you can do it even on your own. Another one, let's say singing or chanting or humming. All of these work because your vagus nerve is connected with your vocal cords and the muscles behind your throat. As a matter of fact, even gargling or drinking water, anything that stimulates that whole area also activates those muscles and that stimulates your vagus nerve to increase its tone. And again, if you're increasing your vagus nerve tone, then you're actually working on your heart rate variability, which is definitely a predictor of good health. So, um, you know, sing in the shower, sing loudly. 
When you sing loudly, actually, uh, oxytocin is released, which again is a is a feel good hormone. Uh, if you like chanting, maybe when you're meditating or uh, just humming as you're going out for a walk, all of it works. And talking about your throat and gargling, also drinking water actually stimulates the vagus nerve and it does so in the gut as well. The actual swallowing part and the vagus nerve has, it's, you know, again, part of the parasympathetic nervous system. And one of the ways that we check its tone is by your reflex, your gag reflex. Okay. So drinking water, gargling, all that helps. Then there's yoga. Everybody knows that yoga helps you get stronger, physically fit, but also helps you calm down. And mostly that's because it increases your GABA, which is a calming neurotransmitter, which increases your parasympathetic activity. So it's a win-win. There's massage. Massage not only feels great, but it can actually, you know, start this whole activity and especially a foot massage or maybe your neck on your right side of your neck, there's that cardioid artery where if you massage it, again, that can help bring about your parasympathetic nervous system and increase the tonality of your vagus nerve. Then there's a real good one that I like, which is splashing cold water on your face, or maybe doing a cold plunge in a pool, or actually having a cold shower at the end of your shower, finishing up with that 30, 45 second, one minute, two minutes, if you can take it, of a really cold shower. That's acute cold water. It works wonderful to help, again, stimulate this whole system. It works great if you're dealing with anxiety, with depression. That cold water kind of shocks your nervous system into doing something different. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to kind of hack or train our nervous system when it gets out of control and saying, hey, hold on, I got this. Come back, come back to center. And these are some of the ways that you can do it. Now, you have to remember that we are all connected, all our body parts, our mind, our body, our emotions, and your vagus nerve is critical to your mental, emotional, and physical health. There's an interplay between your immune system and inflammation and disease. And when you have different symptoms, and I'm, I'm talking about anything that can range from depression to anxiety to digestive issues, uh, maybe you have IBS or brain fog or even food sensitivities, anything. I think that a good place to work with or to start looking at is how you can support your vagus nerve, how you can support your optimal brain body chemistry. We're talking about neurotransmitters. We're talking about hormones. I'm bringing this up because while food, you may not think of it as directly affecting your vagus nerve, it actually does, especially foods that have probiotics, prebiotics, uh, high in omega-3. All of these support your GABA receptors. They support different hormones and they help this sympathetic, parasympathetic nervous system become activated and then slowly deactivated or relax. So what you eat matters. The exercise you do matters. Exercise is definitely the number one way that you can 
help with your heart rate variability, that you can help your body, your mind, everything. If you're not doing cardio, I mean, I cannot imagine a reason why, unless you have some serious health issues, that you're not doing some sort of cardio, whether it's just walking or more vigorous, right? If you're running, playing tennis, anything that you're doing that gets your heart rate up and down and, um, you know, strengthens all these systems in your body. So it's really important for you to have some tools to actually keep making these adjustments as necessary, especially as you're getting older, your body may be shifting, changing, life circumstances may make things happen, and your stressors may increase. Always think of what you can do, what you can take responsibility for your health, your body, your mind, your emotions, what you can do to make it better. And often there's these simple things like the ones that I just mentioned that they don't require you going to um, the doctor and, you know, having all these expensive tests and taking a bunch of meds and they're just simple lifestyle changes that can help you. And over time, they're going to make a difference. So I think that recapping again, if you just start working on a few of them, whether it's your breathing or maybe singing a little more or gargling or even that cold shower at the end and give that a try for a while and see what happens if there's a shift. I mean, even if it's a small shift, it's better than no shift. So it's worth trying out. So that was a little bit about the vagus nerve. There's definitely more more to that. There's more ways to stimulate it. There's more information about it. But I thought that for today's episode, that's a good introduction on things that you can do to help yourself. So that's it, guys. Until next week, I hope you think well and be well. And I will catch you soon. Bye. One more thing. Thanks for listening to my Perfectly Imperfect show. Keep in mind that I'm sharing thoughts and experiences and the information on this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health or medical professional. If you have a moment to leave a rating or a review, that would be great. It's a way of sharing so that more people can find the show and start making some small shifts. <laughs>